Back in my throat, I went. Ah. <laughs> Oi! No. Hi, I'm Rob. I know other people don't like it, but I, I love it. My God, the guy's mm. a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah. incredible that this stuff happens on the screen now. That just makes me. I'm just so full of joy. And you're listening to. Ooh, electric shock. this is a podcast where two old mates catch up after a 20 year gap i'm still 18 yeah yeah, i feel exactly (laughs) is that different we're here talking about comics and (laughs) it's nice to catch up every week isn't it future here unfortunately we had some audio issues due to my past self being an idiot and pressing stop on the recorder at the wrong point so the first part of the podcast the introduction will be from the backup zoom recording unfortunately the audio on this isn't up to our usual mediocre standards so please bear with until we get into the main part of the show thank you see you very much later Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Rob. And you're listening to... Ooh, Electric Shark! Hey! I don't think I'm getting better at that. Yay! You're you're always brilliant at it, mate. Oh, you say the nicest things. People love it. People love it. People are doing impressions of it and all sorts. Oh, yeah. People shout it down the street. It's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) You just recognise the sound of your voice. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) From the way I walk. <laughs> That's got to be him. Ooh, electric walk, they shout. <laughs> well, welcome to yeah. episode 10. Yay! Yay, double figures. Woo. We did it. We did it. We did it. We can stop now. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Yeah, still staring at the sigil for the sponsor. Yeah. You know? So any day any now. Any time now, yeah. It's going to happen. I can feel it. Chaos Magic is making things happen for us. Awesome. Yes. And, uh, so this week's show then. This week's show. Well, I guess Last the main thing was uh, the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we didn't really break down, but we gave our sort of yeah. thoughts about it pretty much hmm. there's probably an awful lot more we could say yeah i'd have to watch it again we did i think sort of go off at a bit of a tangent didn't we yeah we did as, yeah. as we tend to do hmm. and yeah. ended up talking about things like stoicism Taoism, 
yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We addressed John, John Neal's, uh, John O'Neill's um, yeah. question around uh, the hottest around. Marvel oh, yeah. character. Female character. Female character. Or chick. Um, chick. As, as you, they can be referred to. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we sort of answered that question, John. You'll have to uh, yeah. listen out for that. Yeah, and um, and you had the best showbiz anecdote of all time. Well, yeah, it's all downhill from there. That's pretty much my uh, play my trump card there. <laughs> Still, really, it's out but, there now. Uh, yeah, just it, it, you know, it, it was appropriate to the question we were asked. Yeah, it was. It was. It slotted um, in nicely. <clears throat> And we talked a bit about, um, we talked a lot about um, being nice. Yeah. Sort of being, why being, being nice to people good, and nice and small talk. Spend some love. Yeah. In the world. Hmm. Paying things forward a little bit. Well, Got maybe. A bit, a bit yeah. philosophical. We're inspired by Sam Wilson, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it all came from that, yeah. really. It is, yeah. Um, and his, his inspiring uh, speech mm. actions in the finale. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. It, sort of it is. That kind of conversation, I think. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was uh, excellent. We, talk, we talked a bit about Palm Springs. We've both seen that. Yep. So, spoilers for that towards the end of the show there. So, yeah. Uh, make sure you've watched that before you listen to the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, because it'll ruin it otherwise. Yeah, we didn't go too far into it, but there's enough there to spoil it because it's the kind of film you don't really want to know too much about, I would say, Yeah. before you go into it. <clears throat> and mm. a few exciting trailers. Yep, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso in particular. Yeah, Ted Lasso Season 2 trailer, the Modoc yeah. trailer. Yeah. Shang-Chi trailer. Shang-Chi. Yeah. I, I can't wait for the first look at Eternals. That's got to be soon, isn't it? It's got to be, isn't it? It's come out this year. Yeah. It's going to be very good. Yeah. Cannot wait. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, and some, and some correspondence. We dealt with some correspondence. Um, Did we ever? Small legal issue. Uh, yeah. Hopefully yeah, we we'll overcome. So it seems we got ourselves in a little bit of hot water hmm. with a, a large chain retailer yeah. last episode and received correspondence to that effect. Yeah. Um, and um, another incredible voicemail from hmm. yet another member of the Star Trek The Next Generation cast. Yeah. Which, which is both unexpected and unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a good episode. It's a good episode, yeah. It is a good episode. It's always, well, it's a lovely chat. Yeah, This is why is. we're doing it. Me mm-hmm. and Rob love to meet up every week and have a lovely chat. We do. And it's uh, it's wonderful that you guys enjoy joining in and listening to us yeah. catching up. So Yeah. Thank you. Thanks thanks for the support. And um, get in touch with us at ooelectricshop at mail.com. Fantastic. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. (laughs) (laughs) So so how's your work then, mate? 
Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I, I was going to get a haircut last week, but now I'm getting one tomorrow. Um, I got one yesterday. Oh, excellent. Oh, look at that, man. Looking sharp. Nice and short. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Stuff. Yeah, you've gone really short, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're turning into yeah. Grant Morrison. <laughs> well, I did go bald originally when I got rid of the... Uh, uh, yeah, oh, the yeah, I remember clock. that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, quite. No, I just have it. I just have it really short now. Yeah, I've kind of got into having it a bit longer. Um, it does suit you? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's. I, I find having longer hair just a bit fussy. As yeah, in, it's more work. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm, I can't be kind of be bothered with that really. But I might try and keep it a bit longer on top and get just sh- cut cut the short. At the, at the sides and the back so nice yeah let's see how it goes it's it's kate's mm. birthday tomorrow so it's a little treat for her that's what i've said oh okay <laughs> they're always the best ones aren't yeah they? <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant that's yeah. oh, her birthday tomorrow yeah yeah oh lovely it is yeah Happy birthday to kate for tomorrow i will pass on your best wishes Actually, she now yeah. listens to the podcast, so she'll get all this, which is good. Oh, well, happy birthday, Kate, then. Yay. <laughs> hey, hey, have a lovely day. <laughs> yeah, hopefully hopefully we'll have a good day. It's sort of classic us, really. It's it's a Saturday tomorrow, and um, we've got some people just popping round mid sort of lunchtime-ish, like Kate's family, mm-hmm. just quickly in the garden kind of thing. Um, yeah, but that does involve us having to tidy the bloody house for, for a couple of hours before they get. Even though they're not coming in, but I know Kate's sister will be like, "Oh no, I want to see this and I want to see that because we just got a new sofa, so she'll want to come in." So you can't really escape right. it, you know. And then, yeah. um, and then we've got some mates coming around in the evening, so just keep into the rule of six. But um, we're, we, Kate, Kate has also bought us a gazebo, um, but. It's going to be cold, mate, isn't it? It's going to be cold. I know. It's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we've got some mates coming over tomorrow. Just uh, uh, It's uh, my mate Jay, who's the drummer in Groove Zoo, and his wife Sarah. Oh, cool. We've been trying to get together with them since Easter weekend and have to keep cancelling it because of the weather. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they'll be over tomorrow. And um, we were going to have like a barbecue outside or a bit Mm. of food outside. Yeah outside the front there but because of the orientation of our building right we only get sun for about an hour hour or two around lunchtime mm. because we're between two very tall buildings okay and we're facing west so the sun kind of okay. travels between the two buildings to the left of us right so it just shines between those two buildings it's about an hour before it travels behind the other building all right and you know what it's like at the moment as soon as the sun as soon as you're out of the sun it's Mm. really cold it is i i I think it was earlier in the uh, tuesday i i was taking a call and i I could see the dogs sort of lying in the sunshine i thought oh i'll go and sit outside and take the call Mm. which i did and it was lovely and the moment Mm. the cloud came over it was really cold again (laughs) yeah uh, yeah it's not good we need sun we need warmth now we do. Although I've heard rumours of a heat wave in May. Oh, good. Oh, that'd be all right. My, my dad was telling me yesterday. Oh, and he knows. Something about a heat wave. So. Yeah. All right. That'd be nice. 
We need it, but proper weather. We need the weather. Yeah, it's yeah. good of him to organise it for us. Yeah, well, he's good like that. Yeah, good man. So, um, <laughs> what did you think? Oh my goodness! <sighs> Where to start? Wow, I I did it with it. I always remember watching um, the Dark Knight Rises, and I love mm. I love I love the Dark Knight Rises. I just think it's just the best Batman film ever. Um, but the thing about it is it's got six or seven endings. Right. And and I think it was a case of the Dark Knight Rises because there's a lot of endings in there, as in yeah. a lot, you know, it was kind of like thread after thread after thread. So mm. um, there was a lot to tie up, wasn't there? Yeah. But would you... And a couple of unexpected ones as well, which was, which was good. Yeah. Yeah. Had some some nice setting up for next time. I just just feel, yeah. and uh, and when it when it finished, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I'm like, I love this. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, um, that was amazing. And uh, did, I mean, what do you think of the outfit? Love the outfit. Yeah, really liked it. Spot on. I thought it was great. And uh, the wings, man, the different things you can do with the wings. Yeah, proper. They, they seem a lot more mobile mm. and sort of flexible. Yeah. just They're like sort of flapping like forward to back as well as side, you know, yeah. out to the side. Yeah, that's and right. Sort of, at one point he sort of went foof and like whiffed them backwards. Yeah. And the whole planting them in the ground and yeah, pushing yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's bloody clever. And just completely like enclosing himself yeah. when that helicopter helicopter bounced off. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very good. There's a lot of timing involved with throwing that shield and flying. I mean, yeah, you've got to yeah, fly me. I don't, yeah, but the you know, I mean, for me, when Sam starts talking to those people from the, you know, relocation council or whatever they are, refugees. Yeah, I don't know. I just totally got me. Did you get you? That speech was brilliant. It was great. It was really good. It was, yeah. It was. Uh, it's. It, that was a very Captain America speech. Yeah, yeah. But it was very obviously of the moment as well. Mm. You know, with things that have been going on in in recent times. Yeah. It was words that were you know good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I've. I've. It totally got me. I felt. I was like wiping my eyes. I'm like, oh man, why? This has really got me. And I, and I just I, find I the don't bit know. that got me like that was oh sorry, no no you carry on zoom zoom glitch zoom glitch going on there <laughs> yeah you were saying it got you emotional that bit yeah and and I just think on the back of the sort of the, the black history issue I just thought yeah. it's fantastically done just mm. felt it had real emotional weight oh the Isaiah Bradley's the bit that got oh, me yeah. Yeah, that, that's what moved me to tears. Yeah, I mean, I was halfway there already yeah. from the speech, but then when it, when that happened, he took him took him and uh, yeah, just Elijah to the um, that whole mm. Captain America exhibit, and they had that whole thing for him. Yeah, that was that just really got me. Yeah, I I I, I feel emotional talking about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But isn't that brilliant? Oh, isn't that brilliant that it can make you feel like that? Yeah. Wonderful, and then it can it can sort of address these sort of in, these really important issues. A lot of people are very dismissive of superhero movies. Yeah, 
and just the genre in, as a whole. Yeah. But it's always been a medium through which things can be talked about and can be looked at and examined. And I think it's that you know I think it shouldn't really be dismissed quite so readily as it is by a lot of people. I I completely agree. And and after um, after Stanley died, and in the comics they republished some of his best, enough said, columns. Yeah. And even though this stuff is from the seventies or where you know seventies and eighties really, what he what he was saying was. Powerful. Yeah, yeah, he was always... Civil rights. Yeah. Treating people properly, you know, caring. Yeah, definitely. And I think... He always took his responsibility seriously. Yeah. You know, with great power comes great responsibility, I guess, and he applied that to himself as well. Yeah, yeah. Through his storytelling. And I think Marvel have continued to do that. You know, I, I listen to quite a lot of film podcasts. Mm. And as I say, on a lot of them, they have people on and they go, oh, yeah, no, I'm not into all this. Oh, it's all just superhero movies these days in the cinema. And mm. the, But I think that they're taking that. I think they're very much aware of, of the large part of the sort of pop culture that they that they have at the moment and they're taking it very very seriously and i think they're aware of their reach and their Mm. influence and they're they're using that to send the right kind of messages yeah and and i think it's probably quite interesting that that filmmakers have focused on those stories that have that real heart and emotion from the Mm. comics like i mean that's why uh, Fox Marvel tried to do, you know, the Phoenix's death twice because mm. they know it's such an amazingly emotional story, albeit yeah. I think on both attempts they failed. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but even with Daredevil, you always know the Electra story's got to be in there. And, yeah. and, um, and, and I think that, yeah, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. People don't take, the genre seriously and yet what it what marvel and i think dc always try i think everyone tries in the comic book world mm. to bring up the some sort of metaphoric heart to to storytelling because yeah just just you know yeah, there are comics that you can take or leave or you know you know you're just reading for a bit of fun but the mm. ones that are that that last and resonate are the ones with that emotional depth yeah yeah, they say something about important things. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, we grew up reading comics and I think, you know, we learned a lot from hmm. reading them, you know. Yeah. You do, don't you? If if you're if you're a kid and you're reading comics, if they contain content that is about important things, hmm. And there's good lessons to learn in there. Yeah. Then you know that's a good thing, and I think you know people dismiss uh, are dismissing the superhero thing as just some sort of big franchise, mm. and it's all about a big massive fight and mm. special effects and that. But we've seen there's a lot more to it. Yeah. You know, you look at things like Black Panther and how important that movie was, and. Mm some of the issues that have been addressed in in pretty much all of them. Yeah, I think 
you only have to look a little bit deeper and there's there's been some really strong messages in in nearly all the marvel movies yeah i think that yeah absolutely right because it's the comics are great because they're kind of about outsiders that's that's the way i kind of you know the thing that always resonates with me is that superman's an alien you know Mm. um the x-men were always the people who society rejected you know yeah and yeah and spider-man was a nerdy kid yeah, who got bullied exactly yeah. yeah yeah and these stories need to need to yeah a great because we all relate to that don't we we all relate to yeah. our place in the world yeah. um and and our own individuality there's always this thing we all want to fit in but we all want to be different you know that's kind of that's how i think comics play on that really strongly yeah also, I, I think when I think back to those comics of our day and we, what we were reading then, it's it, when you talk about it, it takes you back to that time in your life where you're so full of hope for the future and you think, yeah, no, things are going to change. Things are different. And I think that's what's unsettling about getting to sort of, you know, your 40s and 50s where you think, like, particularly about things like saving the planet. I mean, I've always been an environmentalist, but somehow we've managed mm. to get ourselves into a disastrous position. And I feel, well, yeah. what the hell have I done? Because I haven't mm. clearly haven't done enough. Mm. And uh, and 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 I think hopefully now with an, another generation of people kind of also wanting that kind of change, I think change hopefully change is much more afoot. Because yeah, I look I, hope so. I look at diabolical situations like Syria, and you think, mm. how the hell did we let that happen? Mm. You know, it's just appalling. And I, I sort of think it's been great about Falcon Winter Soldier is this refugee thing. Brilliant. Just yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. reframing. Tackle yeah. a controversial issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're not scared to, to do these things. And mm. In fact, they're, they're making a point of addressing them. And I think that's really important. Mm. Did, you, did you think that Sam was quite Obama-esque? I guess he was, yeah. I didn't think of it at the time, yeah. but yeah. 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 I think uh, that felt like part of it. Although I, I thought it was nice when bring, people bring him back down to earth, though, isn't it? Because he's such a modest guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're no Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that whole thing about, you know, you didn't think to ask why. Yeah. You know. So it's so important. Yeah, and and I still I st- I still think after nine eleven that I mean I obviously I can't speak for every American, but there wasn't enough of that. There was too much of right. We're going to go and get our own back and get these people. Not why why on earth would people do yeah, that yeah. to you? There has to you really need to yeah, yeah. reflect, not respond. Yeah. Um, hmm. And I, yeah, and I, I may, maybe we're in a better age for that now. I hope so. Well, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, as I've mentioned before, I was at quite a low point last year, what with one thing and another. Mm. Um, but you know, I'm feeling a, I'm feeling more optimistic these days, which is, which is, which is a good feeling. Yeah, I always, I, th- I think. Actually, weirdly, so someone said to me, oh, your 40s are rough, your 50s are better. Um, and I, th- I think that's true. I think in your 40s, you do 
I had some real low points where um, I just kind of felt I hadn't achieved what I wanted to where where I wanted to be. Okay. And uh, and but that's when I, I I think if we had this discussion about the Stoics, I, I kind of started reading. I was I was I used to follow a podcast, Tim the Tim Ferriss podcast, and um, okay. he's had his ups and downs, but he kind of very into Stoicism. So I started reading the various books about Stoics, and and there's a couple of really good ones. One's one is two by a chap called Ryan Holiday. Uh, one's called The Obstacle Is the Way. And the other is the ego. Ego is the enemy, and they are brilliant reads. They're very, very relatable and readable because they're just kind okay. of bits of history in a chapter where someone has, you know, basically got through some, usually some kind of adversity, um, and and the way they've gone about it. So there's this fantastic story. It's a terrible story, really, but fantastic in its own way about a chap, Admiral Stockdale, who was captured by the Vietnamese. And he said, the thing, the problem, the, the people who died, and this is awful, but the people who died were the optimists because they kept thinking they'd be out by Christmas. And then when they weren't, they'd be out by Easter. And then they weren't. And this guy was in uh, captured for seven years. And mm. he said, the thing is, you've got to just be a realist. And... Um, and 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 uh, there's a this is there's this Middle Eastern parable about this this uh, this farmer or well, I don't know whether he's a farmer or what but anyway um one day one of his horses escapes and his neighbours say to him oh that's that's unlucky and the farmer says yeah we'll see and the next day the horse comes back and brings a couple of wild horses with it and the neighbours right. go well that was lucky and he goes well we'll see. Next day, the son tries to tame one of the horses, falls off his horse and breaks his leg. So the neighbours say, well, that's unlucky. And Mm. he goes, well, we'll see. And the next day, the country goes to war and wants young men to go and fight, but his son's got a broken leg, so he can't go. And they say to him, well, that was lucky. And he's like, look, guys, (laughs) don't think you're getting it, are you? You know what I mean? (laughs) We'll see. Um, But that kind of, you know what? Yeah, there's there always highs and lows, you know. And actually, the, I think you mm. should enjoy the highs, and in some ways, you should know when you're, you know, the lows are going to teach you something. Maybe I don't mm. know, mm. but the stoic, I, I kind of, I find that very reassuring philosophy. That that's interesting. That, you know? It ties in with the Taoist philosophy oh, as does well, it? Which, which is something that I'm quite into through um, Tai Chi. Right. It's kind of right. like the underlying philosophy of that, right? Which says almost exactly the same thing. Yeah, isn't that funny? So there's got to be something in it. These two sort of ancient sources of of wisdom. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's very similar. There's very similar stories from China as well, along the same sort of lines, parables and whatnot, mm. of not getting too um, too too sort of excited about one thing or too down about the other, and just sort of taking it. A little bit in the middle, yeah, yeah. And definitely. I, well, I tried because um, my biggest worry, I guess, as a dad is 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 actually particularly for for a son is is this depression and the statistics around blokes with depression is just so horrific. And uh, mm. and I said to Jack, um, <laughs> you should get into the Stoics because that's like a really good philosophy. And of course, he's doing a degree in philosophy now, and he's got an answer for everything. And he goes, ah, oh, no, Dad, they're racists. <laughs> I was like, 
Oh, well, okay. well, that's not the reason to dismiss the philosophy, because <laughs> apparently the Romans, that Marcus Aurelius is the famous well, Seneca, no, not, yeah, Seneca, Marcus Aurelius, they're the famous Roman uh, Stoics. And, and of course, the Romans were incredibly racist, because they, they, they don't talk about this very much, actually, in history books about the Romans, but obviously the Romans right. thought they were the best, mm. which, you know, considering how much of the world they conquered, etc., they you know, they probably felt quite entitled to say those sort of things. Um, mm. But I, th- I think uh, it, it seems to me that actually, you know, maybe Taoist, Stoic kind of philosophies are quite a good thing to for people to learn about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It certainly helped me. Mm. Oh, it really helped me. And the other thing that really helped me as well was just actually being more reflective about how bloody lucky I am. It's, mm. it's, uh, it's, you, you, I got to this point where it's like, oh, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not getting to where I want to get to. And, you know, I thought I would be in a better position at this point in my life. And this is about my mid forties. So it's sort of five years ago, right. but I kind of got into the stoic stuff and, and, and the kind of advice around just being more grateful for everything mm. and trying to build mm. that into my kind of daily practice and and then yeah. you start to think you know what i am i'm just so actually i am incredibly lucky you know mm. got three kids three healthy kids wonderful wife we live in a, a, a place that we love um we've got a mm. garden we've got a house you know i might have a big mortgage yeah. but you know don't reflect on those you know the actual things that count you know yeah, family yeah. friends you know just an incredibly lucky person and actually, I, yeah. I I look at some people who I think, oh, are they are they the people I want to be like? And I think, well, no, actually, I'm quite happy being who I am. You know, what what does mm. success even mean? How would I define that? You know, and, and once you start yeah. to think more about how lucky you are, you start thinking, yeah, no, I've got nothing to complain about, really. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. not, but it's, the mind's yeah. a strange thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, it always conjure up some kind of concern or worry, or mm. <clears throat> and like you say, things things change all the time. You know, you you're not you're never sure what's around the next corner, and you you can become fixated on worrying about um, possible negatives. You know, it's very easy for that part of your brain to to start speaking in a louder voice than the others. You know, yeah. No, I absolutely. And uh, there's this brilliant Mark Twain um, quote, isn't there, that I probably will mess up, is that I've lived a life full of worry, most of which didn't happen. Mm. And and I think, and and actually it it relates, It's once I got into all this sort of stuff, it really does relate to what I do for a living. And um, I mean, so I work in insurance and that, I mean, in, in, reality that is the dullest subject in the world um (laughs) but but i have been in positions where i have helped someone because i've done their insurance that saved their business and potentially everything about you know loads of jobs Mm. employment i've I've seen grown men cry um Mm. and we've and we've put things right and and i think that's i think that is I'm, not, I'm sure most people in insurance don't think this, but I think that's really worthy. I think that's a really yeah. worthy thing to do for people. Um, Definitely. They don't say that when they see my bill, but 
you know, they, <laughs> you know, you, you take what you can. Extra for that. <laughs> yeah, that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> and let me just point out that I've also <laughs> saved you from getting a divorce. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> There's a few consequences here that have really yeah. helped you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I think, well, no, I think any kind of positive impact you can have on 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 someone else's life, no matter how small, is 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 great. You know, mm. that's what we should all be sort of striving to do. You know, yeah. in, whatever role we're in, mm. you've got to try and sort of uh, make the most of the situation and and sort of have as positive an effect as you can. Yeah. I also I also think that kind of do something for others is is one of the great ways of mm. of adding perspective you know and definitely I, and i so there's uh, although i mean this is the trouble with the with the pandemic really is that you know we've all had to stay at home um mm. and at, at the start of the pandemic um and it seemed to sort of not not happen much after the beginning of the first lockdown but uh amy and i used to go we we get a call from someone in the village to deliver a prescription to someone's house yeah and um and it was just such a wonderful thing to do because mm. we pick up the prescription and we drive around the house and we hop out and stand two meters away from the door, put the prescription down. And, and, and inevitably it was some older person opening the door mm. and actually it wasn't about the prescription. <laughs> it was about mm. having a little chat. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, in one instance, we spent more time chatting to the neighbor who was sat outside in their garden, taking a bit of sun who clearly mm. wanted someone to talk to than yeah, we did with yeah. the person we delivered the prescription for. But yeah. that's that kind of that going back to that book tribe, actually, that's a bit of that kind of blitz mm. spirit where when you're in mm. tougher times, you kind of, um, yeah. you come together a bit more. I, yeah, I wouldn't speak to yeah. these people in it because I just wouldn't mm. come across them in any other way. Mm. Unless you yeah. do something, you go out there, I suppose, and try and do some good, I suppose. Yeah. But I mean, even just in everyday life, you don't need to mm. be, you know, volunteering to do something. I mean, you can just be just that little bit more aware of, you know, talk. I mean, I had a friend who was very cynical mm. and was really quite a sort of, um, just didn't seem to like people generally. <laughs> mm um was very sort of negative and um he and i were both playing this um video game uh a game called shenmue which uh on the dreamcast so it's going back quite a long way mm. now this game for its time was was really quite remarkable essentially you're just living this person's life right it means my life in uh, okay. japanese Right. I think I think that's how you pronounce it. But um essentially you're it's it's a story of this guy whose dad gets um sort of killed by these gangsters and you're sort of trying to find them and but to do that you're just you're just like this teenage kid and so you've got to try and find clues and you work out that they've gone to Hong Kong, so you've got to go and get a job and work to earn money to get a ticket for the boat to get you to hong kong and wow there's all this sort of and 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 but a lot of it is just day-to-day -day life you're just walking around town and you're you know going to your job 
coming home, mm. getting a bit of sleep, doing some training. And, uh, you know, you work for weeks <laughs> driving a forklift truck. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, yeah. But it's a really great game. Yeah. And part of it is is that you're encouraged to speak to everybody. It's the same in a lot of sort of okay. RPG video games, isn't it? Where yeah. you, you need to find information, so you speak to absolutely everybody. Mm. So... And in this case, you'd stand next to somebody and a little red icon would come up and you press the red button on your controller and you initiate a conversation with this person. Anyway, I was talking to this friend and um, and I, I told him that what I'd observed since I've been playing the game mm. was that I was talking to strangers more often. Right. I'd be stood at a bus stop. And there'd be an old lady stood there or something, you know, and I'd just say, just say, oh, you know, oh, when's this bus going to turn up? Or, you know, we just sort of start, you know, <laughs> like you do, or talk about the weather or, or anything like that. Yeah. And this friend of mine was like, oh, yeah, I can't do chit chat. I can't just make small talk with people. Yeah. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, I said, well, I've just found it's been really quite nice. You know, I've had some really nice chats with mm. people. And you know what it's like when you could be out walking one morning and in a bit of a crappy mood and some someone walks past and goes, morning. Yeah. And immediately you're like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> That's right, yeah. You know, or you, or somebody could, you know, you could be driving and somebody lets you pull out. Mm, yeah. All these little things. Yeah. These little small gestures. Mm. Someone holds a door for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You drop your wallet and somebody goes, oh, hey, mate, you just dropped this. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Things yeah. like that. It's, yeah. th it's these little things. Yeah. But they can lift your whole day. They can change your whole mood. I completely agree. Yeah. And so and so, this friend of mine, uh, the next time I saw him, he said, I had a thought about, about that red button thing you were talking about. He said, and mm. I've started doing it. And you're right. It's brilliant. And it completely sort of... and. You know, even recently we've talked about it, and this was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And it's it, it changed his whole attitude. Wow. And in fact, he's probably gone too far the other way, and he, he'll talk to everybody at length. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> give, give everybody his life story. And um, But it's better, mm. and he's happier, because he's realised that, you know, you can do this. You can talk to... Oh. No, it's... Uh, my... I've got. You got work. No, I, I've, um, I've, I've lit my, my phone's linked to the Alexa, and the Alexa's in the room. So when my oh, phone okay. rings, the Alexa tells me who's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's going on? I'm going to turn my turn it off. Hang on. No, I've got a new phone this week, so I'm. Oh, nice. Trying to work out how that works. Getting used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do all manner of things that. Half the time I don't. Oh no! Hang on. Oh, hang on. It doesn't even say it's connected. Hang on, I'll just turn the Bluetooth off. That'll do it. Um, yeah, that's odd. Oh yeah. Or oh, maybe it's my. Oh. So I've got the other phone running at the same time. You see, while I sort of oh, okay. all my apps work and all that kind of stuff. But I've misplaced the other phone. But it must be in here somewhere. Anyway, we'll see what happens next time. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Isn't that funny that he's he's gone? It's taught him mm. about the real world. <laughs> from, exactly, yeah. From an artificial from a video one. game. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that that's Isn't really that... healthy? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good. It's yeah. really good. 
That's another thing people say, isn't it? That video games rot your brain or whatever. Yeah, it's not true, is it? You know, not true. No, it's it's actually, you know, through that, it's really, really helped this guy to sort of uh, take a more sort of yeah positive and healthy approach to life. Yeah, definitely. Also, also I think I don't think there's enough uh, of, of people being kind of, you know, people sort of don't like small talk. It always seems to me that mm. sort of somehow small talk isn't seen as though seen as though it's important somehow. Yeah, or, exactly. And yet, this I I think it's I mean I I I know this, this might strike you as a bit odd, but I when I was growing up I thought I was shy, and I I I, well, I think I was shy. I I was shy, and mm. uh, but I I kind of felt that that wouldn't help me, help very much. <laughs> Right. in life and so so I'd, I'd find myself in situations like I'd pop around and see my nan and if I was on my own I'd have to learn how to talk to her because right. what have I got in common with my nan really other than you know she's my mum's mum but different hmm. generation all that kind of stuff and um, so it's funny how you can make a conversation from very little I think you know yeah yeah definitely but, and before you know it, once you found, once they've spoken a bit, mm. you kind of, you can have a conversation very easily. Yeah. And I, I, there's a bit in, there's a book, uh, Dale Carnegie, everyone's heard of Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And, um, mm. and, and it, I, the only thing I really remember of the book was that he said that the key to a conversation is listening. And he said one night, one night he decided to experiment. He went to a dinner and he literally decided he wouldn't speak very much at all. He just sort of say hello mm. and keep pleasantries and then look interested in what anyone had to say. And yeah. at the end of this meal, this woman has spoken to him for about an hour and um, mm. he, he left the meal and then got some feedback from someone who said, oh, it's the best conversation that woman's ever had. <laughs> it's like he didn't even speak. <laughs> yeah. But why not? Yeah. Well, it's so, it's it's um. You know the the whole concept of small talk, I think is again it's it's um. For me, what small talk is is it's really almost code, for just saying, "Hey, how you doing? You all right? Yeah. Is everything okay? Are we cool? Yeah." Do you know what I mean? And mm. all that sort of stuff. It's just that it's just sort of it's just getting things warmed up and getting things underway. Mm. Like you say, and if yeah. and if it carries on beyond that point, it's almost like um when you're trying to make a fire, you know, and you're using a stick and a bit of wood and you're kind of rubbing it and you're you know, you've got to try and get that first little spark going. Mm. And then once that little spark catches, you've got to blow on it and you've got to, you know, and feed it and get mm. it to grow into a bigger flame. And that's what yeah. can happen. Small talk is like that first little, it's like rubbing that stick and getting that first little spark. Yeah. And once that little spark catches, then some, then quite often the conversation will then, you know, blossom into something mm. much more uh, meaningful or important yeah. in quotation marks, you yeah. know. I think so. But I don't think. Yeah. I think you've got to sort of accept that it's just a way to get the mm. ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think people are a little bit fearful of it because they think they're going to get sucked into something more. Mm. I, I was, I'm assuming that's the reason people try and avoid it. Um, yeah. When I worked in Southampton, there was this old fella who was like the, he was, I suppose he's care, I want to call him receptionist or doorman or something on our building, but he's a lovely old Mm. boy and I'd chat, I'd say hello to him every day and before you know, you get chatting and at one point he'd he'd written a novel and he asked if I could read it. Right. And you know, you know, when you think, oh, oh, blimey, (laughs) this relationship hasn't panned out this way. And, um, but my kind of, one of my bosses at the time was, had done a degree in English literature and was mates with, I think it was Ian McEwen or someone like that. Right. And I said to her, the bloke on the door at our building, he's written a book. Is do you know, you must know, you know, Ian McEwen, How, how would he go about getting it published? And she said, oh, I've had that conversation with that bloke. I never speak to him. Oh. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's solved that issue then, isn't it? It's right. like, yeah. you miserable yeah. bugger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was an interesting read, but, you know, hey, it made yeah. the guy's day, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, what's wrong can, with that? You can help out your fellow person, can't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does go wrong sometimes. Hmm. But you know, we've all probably experienced. You know, hmm. I remember chatting to I. I went to art college and I chatted to this chap there, right? Um, and kind of regretted it for the rest of the year because <laughs> 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 he wasn't a particularly not likable dude. Yeah. And would just sort of hang around me all the time, right? And I'm quite easy. I'm, I think I'm fairly easygoing, and um, but this guy, yeah, he was a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So you can get yourself into, hmm. but to be honest, that's only really happened a couple of times in my whole life from all the people yeah. that I've spoken to. Oh, same here. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm sort of, I can understand how bad experiences can make you sort of not want to engage with other people boy i know that feeling mm. i i was in that space myself for for about a year um where i'd had a a very sort of upsetting experience with a bunch of people that i thought i'd made friends with um and that kind of deterred me from engaging with people i pretty much shut myself off mm. for about a year um but it's so worth you know, engaging with other people. It's so worth saying hello to that old lady at the bus stop. Do you know what I mean? It's There's mm. so many positives that can come from it that even if nothing more than that happens, you know, yeah. you just say morning to somebody. Yeah. You know, you're not expecting it to them to stop and start chatting to you. No. But it's just such a nice thing to do. Yeah, I yeah. And, you know, these little things, I think... You know, it's that old thing of like, you know, just trying to do a couple of nice things a day. Yeah. You know, try and do a good a good deed when you get the opportunity to do one. And mm. it just spreads that positivity out a little bit, you know. And, you know, you know what it's like. Somebody does something good for you and then you're more inclined to back to the driving thing. You see it all the time. Somebody, you let somebody out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then a bit further down the road, you see them ahead of you. Yeah. Letting someone else yeah. out. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And it, and it just is sort of spreading the love. It is, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they may have done it anyway, but it's kind of, but 
there's bound to be that person that probably wouldn't have done that they actually decided no you know what that guy let me out so mm. i'm gonna let this guy out do you know what i mean yeah so because yeah that's it isn't it all you can do is try and set an example isn't it i think mm. yeah <laughs> yeah to yourself if not yeah. to anybody else yeah absolutely you know, you've got to, if you can make yourself feel a bit better about how you know mm. your own behavior then yeah that's, yeah that's got to be good yeah yeah it's an interesting thing isn't it i think i think uh, i think blokes just do not discuss this stuff enough no we're not good we're not good at having these types of conversations i think we we've always been really lucky like this haven't we because we yeah we would talk about anything anything nothing literally anything at all yeah yeah Yeah. and and quite consciously i think a Mm. lot of the time yeah yeah um yeah, I mean, I, I'm really into this whole thing. Like I say, with the sort of Taoist mm. sort of um, philosophy, which sort of spoke to me immediately when I started reading about it. It was like, oh, right, yeah, that's kind of what I've always thought. <laughs> I sort of had that reaction to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Oh, it's not just me then. No. Do you know I, what I mean? And it, it, was, it was kind of, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. That's kind of what I sort of... Yeah. That's kind of what I figured. Mm. But more than that obviously yeah but but the bits of it that i i recognized you know i was like oh, oh yeah yeah no that yeah, that makes sense yeah i always remember with uh from school actually because it shows what you met well things you remember from school i remember do you remember <laughs> mr sewell our re teacher i do yeah yeah and he he was i think he was a methodist minister as well mm. so he was a, yeah he was a sort of devout christian uh but he mm. always said if he'd not come across Christianity, he'd definitely been a Taoist. He said Taoism. Oh, really? Did yeah. he say that? He said Taoism is just a beautiful, beautiful religion, and um, and that's what he'd do if he hadn't found God. Well, it's not really a religion; it's more of a philosophy. Well, oh, okay, but yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, it's not really. Well, it's not yeah. like a. It's not a religious sort of practice. Mm. Uh, from the way I understand it, it's more just a way of looking at the world. Mm. Yeah, you know, there's no sort of um, there's no worship or um, right. or sort of rites or rules or anything like that. It's more just a philosophy of um, you know, it's it's got a lot in common with the Force in Star Wars, right. which I think is another <laughs> another, good, another good reason. That, that it appealed to me. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's all about this sort of this this one force, this kind of yeah. universal sort of oneness. Okay. That's essentially what it's all about. It's cool. not a god, it's not anything. You can be a Christian and be a Taoist at the same time. Yeah. As far oh, as okay. I understand it. Oh well. Because it's not because it's not religious, it's just a philosophy. Right. I need to read up a bit more on this, I think. I was gonna say yeah, to you there's quite a there's quite a good book as a okay. sort of introduction to hmm. it um, called The Tao of Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Is T-A-O that for Tao. And that's Winnie the Pooh, yeah, yeah excellent. excrement. <laughs> That'd be a tough sell. <laughs> I... But um, the guy called Benjamin Hoff. Now, I say this with a certain caveat in that I recently reread it and there are a few comments in there towards the end, which I kind of thought, hmm. And then in the second book, he really kind of loses the the plot a little bit on a couple of issues. But okay. As a sort of as a sort of initial yeah. 
Um, certainly the first few chapters are definitely worth a look because yeah. there is there is a text called the Tao Te Ching, which is the sort of um, the Taoist text, really, right. which which is like a big, long poem full of sort of wise aphorisms. But it's quite hard to decipher, even in right. its English translation. Whereas this oh, book okay. kind of um, explains it through Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Awesome. Who is in himself a Taoist. Ah. He he has very Taoist qualities. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. And the other characters represent other aspects of human nature. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Tigger and Eeyore. Yeah, yeah. Two extremes. And Piglet and Owl and all that. And and he uses Mm. these... The different characters to to discuss certain aspects of humanity. So, you know, you've got um, like Eeyore, who's who's very sort of down and sort of cynical. You've got Owl, who thinks he knows everything but doesn't really know anything. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you've got Pooh, who just sort of bimbles along in the middle of it all. <laughs> yes. Which is basically what you do if you're a Taoist. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. If you're interested, I definitely would recommend having a look at that. It's it's a it's a nice book. Oh, cool. Um, and um, I was gonna, yeah, there's I, a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in there. I was going to say to you that you know the census came round. Uh, we have to do the yeah. census. I think Kate's yeah, annoyed with me that. because yeah. last time there was a census, I put us down as Jedi. And, yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I did that too. <laughs> But I don't think it didn't. Fit, it yeah. felt too serious this time to put that down as, yeah. as another. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't do it, yeah. and I think she's no, I didn't. Kind of annoyed about that. I should have should have done it. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think we just say said not really any kind of religion. This yeah, time we, that's what we did, and and also I thought it was weird because I had to do it for the kids, and mm. and because it's all about you know they want to know everything like all sorts of orientations and stuff like this. I was thinking there mm. must be parents out there who don't know what their yeah. kids' orientations are. And even I, mm. you know, I think I know, but I don't know. My kids might, you know, their lives, yeah. they, but, you know. It seemed a bit yeah, of a strange to. thing for me to have to do for them. Or maybe mm. maybe I shouldn't have done it for them because they're like the older two and 21 and 19. So it's... Oh, I suppose, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But it's household, isn't it? I thought. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. I'm sure you're pretty close, whatever you put down. I hope so. Hey, you know. But what, is, what does it matter anyway? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't exactly. know, I don't know what well, that... That's kind of the point, is it? What, what does that feed anyway? You know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. What, uh, I don't know. Bloody algorithms. Mm. <laughs> Too intrusive. So was, was there uh, anything else? Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, I, I was, I was, I was going to mention that um, uh, Lola is planning a review of Chaos Walking, which. Um, oh, okay. She she didn't get round to it yet, um, but once again, <laughs> mate, controversial views. Um, but that's that's the contrarian nature of a of a small border terrier. Oh, okay. So um, we'll see how that. Yeah, I'll be interested. But to yeah, hear no, that. sorry, were you going to? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, me too, actually. Um, yeah, what else were we going to say about Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, what other things uh, struck me watching it? I, I must say, 
Now, this might be a bit controversial. Mm. I'm not a particularly big fan of the actor, the actor who played Carly. Okay. I don't. I'm yeah, not, okay. I don't really yeah. like her acting very much. It seemed to sort of. Mm. I don't know if because she's British, and she speaks <laughs> with a very local accent. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Just doesn't seem to fit in. <laughs> Yeah, to the to the whole MCU, it just sort of stands out so much that she's got this sort of Midlands accent. <laughs> yeah, I, don't... I mean, because I used to. Well, you've lived in the Midlands, and so have I. Yeah. So it's kind of, and it just seems really odd mm. that you get this sort of knots accent almost in yeah. in in Marvel. <laughs> it just strikes me as strange. <laughs> well, also, what's she what's she doing in a kind of former Eastern European country as a well, I don't know, but displaced or she was, you know, traveling presumably and decided to end up there. It didn't seem to fit yeah. the plot. It didn't seem to fit, you know, the the geography. But, but maybe that is post, you know, Thanos click finger world. But yeah, I guess I know, it's I know what you part mean. of everybody all being mixed up and mm. it being a sort of, you know, a much more of a global kind of view. Mm. But but yeah, for me personally, I think just because of that that the, accent the voice. And, and 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 its associations to me personally, yeah, just seemed to really jar with the whole thing. <laughs> well, I saw her being interviewed, and mm. she'd, I guess, put makeup on for the interview, and she didn't seemingly have any freckles. <laughs> and okay, you know, her, I, I mean, I think it's it's. I mean, I thought it was it was you know in that kind of way that. You know, you want a diverse group of people in that group, you know. Mm. So we've gone for a very freckly young girl with sort of reddish curly hair. I thought, mm. okay, you've really kind of, you've got, you kind of tick the box in terms of every type of person. But I do know yeah. what you mean about the accent. Um, yeah. Also, I didn't, I, I know they wanted her to be kind of the, the enemy and she clearly had gone a bit dark with the killing side of things. But mm. she didn't seem particularly consistent. I mean, she said she was sorry at the end, you know, in that kind of... Yeah. I would Make your mind up. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure. That felt a little weak. Yeah, I, I thought so. She's prepared to die for, for the cause. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Mm. It's, a, it's an important cause. You're prepared to die for it. But you're prepared yeah. to kill for the cause... Not so acceptable, yeah. and yet yeah. she'd wanted to be a school teacher. She'd kind of, you know, she was full of heart. Mm. I, I don't know. I felt I felt they sort of shoehorned the negative aspects into a character that I'm not sure it worked really. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure if she was the right the right person. I don't mm. know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, and what do you think about the whole? Um, Sharon Carter situation. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I kept thinking what you said last week. She's a Skrull. She can't be Sharon Carter. The power broker can't be Sharon Carter, surely. Yeah. Is, is there a deeper thing I'm missing? Is she is she really, really super deep cover? So she's, but it doesn't, I mean, they're not. She spoke to somebody, didn't she? Yeah. Who after, did she speak to on the phone at the end? Yeah. That basically, she's laughing now. She's on the inside. Yeah, and can make access to all that stuff. Yeah, seemed. I don't know. And it's something about let and let the others know or something, wasn't it? Yeah, 
Did she say that? Something. Am I imagining that? No, I, no, it was. It was. We've a, got access to secret weapons and yeah. information. Yeah, don't worry about super soldiers. We'll be able to get a load of other stuff. Yeah. It's kind of. I think she might be a scroll. I think she might be a scroll too. It doesn't. That doesn't make sense. Because it's not like her, is it? It's not what you would imagine her no. to be. She's even yeah. In exile, mm. you can't imagine that she's decided, right, that's it. I could understand her working out a way to survive off the grid in Madripoor, mm. you know, by being yeah. this sort of art dealer or whatever. But mm. to be, to have this sort of supervillain kind of, sort of kingpin kind of attitude. Yeah, because that's what you've got to um, be, isn't it? The power broker is I, that figure. Yeah. Heartless, yeah. really. So, that doesn't seem like, the Sharon that we knew before. Mm. So I think, yeah, maybe that's how this ties into the whole secret invasion stuff. Yeah, maybe. maybe this Because we're talking about that covert sort of side of things, aren't mm. we? we like are. someone being on the inside, the sort of the spy sort of thriller side yeah. of things a little yeah. bit. So I think maybe that is the connection mm. going into secret invasion. Oh, have you seen the casting for that? No, no. The announcements this last week. No. A couple of big names. All right, here we go. Um, we've got Amelia Clark has been cast. Oh, cool. I like her. And Olivia Coleman. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Serious wow. big names. She's gone from the crown to scroll. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, for Secret Invasion. Whoa. Great That's casting. insane. Yeah. I think I wish Olivia Coleman had been the new Doctor Who. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been so good. I think Amelia. Anyway, I, I'd like to see Amelia Clark as some kind of character in the Marvel universe. Yeah. I just think she's yeah. very cool. I just think she, there's, she's got a. I mean, you talk about sort of upbeat, positive people, you mm. know. And I think she, she's lovely, isn't she? Yeah, she, you see her interviews. Yeah, she's got the she, best she, smile ever, fab. hasn't she? Yeah, she's got the 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 most amazing smile. Yeah. Yeah. And she's really, really funny. Yeah. And you don't see any of that in Game of Thrones <laughs> no, at no. all. No, you don't, no. Um but yeah, she's yeah, she's just fab. I think she'd be brilliant. I, I think yeah. yeah. We watched that. Have you seen that film last Christmas? Have you seen no. it? <laughs> no. Oh mate, you should watch that. And, yeah. and let me know what you think. It's, that's got my mate Emma Thompson in it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She wrote yeah. it, Emma Thompson. And um Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, I need to watch that then. You do need to watch that. A bit closer to Christmas. One, 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 yeah, well, I'll, I'll probably see Emma before then, so I better get up to speed on it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know about that, do you? No, no. What? <laughs> Have you become friends with Emma Thompson and never told me? Well, I wouldn't say friends, but oh. I've met her oh. three times. How many times? Three. Oh, really? What? Hang on. Three times now. You've got a relationship with Emma Thompson that I didn't know about. Very tenuous, yeah. <laughs> Come on in. Spill the beans. <laughs> uh, well, my band Groove Zoo. Right. Uh, we got asked to play a party in London a few years ago. Four right. years ago. Okay. In fact, just a couple of days ago. Oh. It came up on my timeline. Um, I'll send you the photo. Oh man! Um, and we got we we got asked uh, to play this party in London, right? So we we got up to this place in uh, just outside Camden, yeah. And it was like a 
photography studio building, like an old converted warehouse building. Nice. And we went in there and we set all our gear up in this room and ready to go. And uh, the woman that was organising it said, yeah, we've got a green room for you guys around the back. So we went and sat in there and mm. they ordered us in food and that and we were all sitting. Anyway, our singer, Adrian, he comes, he goes out and he comes back in with the most shocked look on his face. <laughs> he goes, you never believe who I've just seen out there. We were like, no. He goes, Emma Thompson. <laughs> it's her party. <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> We were like, no way. He went, yeah, I was just talking to her. Oh, my God. So every year she does a pointless party. Oh, right? right. There's no reason for it. She just wants to have a party and dance all night. Oh, wow. And she invites a bunch of her mates. Yeah. And have this big party. Now, we weren't told because it was all hush-hush. Yeah. Because enough. they don't want it, you it's know, they don't want yeah. paparazzi turning up or whatever. Yeah. They just want a night off where they can just let their hair down and not be, you know, yeah. just be themselves and just have fun. Yeah. So, anyway, so we're all very excited at this point. Yeah. Anyway, over the course of the next couple of hours, uh, more celebrities get spotted. Yeah. I'll bet. And um, a nice Marvel tie-in, actually. Oh. Um, and this also ties in with a question that John O'Neill has asked us. Oh, okay. <laughs> which, and I quote, who are the hottest chicks in the MCU? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, nice way of phrasing it. But I know what you're getting at. Um, anyway, and I can answer that immediately because what my personal pick was at the party. Oh my god! Now you now you need to guess which hot chick from the Marvel universe was at this party, and was dancing right in front of me while we played "Mysterious Girl" by Peter Andre. <laughs> I love she was it. singing all the words. She knew all the words. Okay, so hot chick, Marvel universe. So this this is yeah. okay. Current MCU. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say up to Endgame. Oh, okay. No, no, that's fine. And presumably British. Would, would, or not? Yes, British, yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I need to think about this a bit more. Um, so, uh, well, so, okay. What? It connects up to what we were just talking about as well with the MCE. You know, I'm, I you know I I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I can remember what Mr. Seal said when I was right. fourteen. <laughs> I know. I remember something he. The I I remember one thing he said to me, oh, which yeah. was, um, well, he said to the class, but it stuck it stuck in my head, and it was, um, if somebody truly believes in something, there's no point in arguing with them. Yeah. That's a really good. That's, that's a really good that's, quote. That served me well through life. That yeah. one. So thanks, Mister Saul, for that one. Yeah. If they really, utterly believe it. You're wasting yeah. your time. Yeah. I. I actually that reminds me of it. I think I know it is. Um, but that reminds me. <laughs> I, I um. I I had a quote and I wrote it down because I really really liked it and I don't write much stuff down but, uh, it's uh, actually 
funnily enough, because I'm still listening to Humankind and Bertram Russell has come up. And um, oh, yeah. I heard this quote the other day. The whole problem with the world is that fools and fanatics are always so certain of themselves and wiser people are full of doubts. There you go. Pretty much that, the same thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, there you go. It's all Gwyn- connecting up. So who do you think it is? Gwyneth Paltrow. No. Oh, fuck. Good guess, though. Good guess. Thank you. Um, but in my opinion, she's a hotter chick than Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so I've got to work my way. So, okay, so let, let, let me be super logical. Let me into my... Into go my, on, then. I'll yep. go into my mind palace of Marvel MCU. That's it, yeah. So yeah. we start with Iron Man. Mm. And, uh, oh, um, oh, oh, he's leapt through the palace. <laughs> Well, I'm starting just through, through the drawing room, across um, the ballroom. Is it through the servants' quarters? Is it? Uh, well, actually, I suppose you said up till now. I don't know whether that was a clue or not. I just went to what's the name from Thor? Um, you know, little one, Natalie Portman. <laughs> little no, one. no, little okay. one, little one, <laughs> little one. Um, uh, okay, no, I'd so, say okay, end, got, the last so time we a- saw this character would have been in Endgame. Right. Okay. Are we going to see her again soon? Who knows? Oh, okay. So she's not she's not teed up to do anything else. So it's not no Scarlett Hansen or anything like that. No, no. Okay. No. Um, and because you know, in a way, the Avengers roster is light. So we've got obviously we've got Scarlet Witch and um, uh, and Black Widow, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's 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 not. Wonder, no, no. Um, I'm, just, I'm just guessing at any woman who's in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. All right, she's connected to somebody we were just talking about from that last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, so is it? Is it? It's not someone in the door of Malaji, is it? No. Okay. Um, the last episode connected to one hmm. of them. So connected yeah. to Sam or um, I've, I'm not doing very well, am I? I don't know whether this is making good podcast listening. My ineptness <laughs> uh, trying to guess a character from the MCU. Um, okay. Do you want me to tell yeah, you? Yeah, you've got to tell me. It was Agent Carter, Hayley Atwell. Oh, wow. I should have got that. Oh, I should have got that, shouldn't I? Hayley Atwell has stood in front of me. of course. Winding and grinding to us playing Peter Andre, singing all the lyrics. Fantastic. Emma Thompson's dancing her head off for the whole night. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Tracy Ullman's there dancing. Oh, my God. Awesome. And uh, who else was there? A bunch of other people. Yeah. and um, Simon Amstel, the comedian, oh, yeah. he was there. Yeah. Um, and Bill Bailey. <laughs> awesome. Was oh, there. That's brilliant. <laughs> he got so drunk that he decided he'd get up and join in on keyboards with us. <laughs> so at one point, he's on keyboards playing wow. really badly because he's so drunk. <laughs> Our keyboard player, Josh, is stood beside him just like over the moon. <laughs> and Bill Bailey's there doing his mad eye stuff, playing the keyboards all drunk. It was amazing. Incredible night. Oh, man. 
And Emma Thompson is the loveliest person. She's just really? so nice. She she spoke Aww. to all of us. She loved us. She took says, "Come on, let's have a selfie." Oh. Just, you know, all that. She was so nice. And she's had us back every year since. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. And we were due to do another one for her just before the pandemic. And she contacted us and said, look, I don't think it was this was like the week before right. uh, lockdown. Oh. She contacted us and said, look, I think it's probably best if we it's leave it. It's looking like gathering together is not a good idea right now. This is before it all really kicked off. Like yeah. February last year, mm. um, but she said, "Don't worry. As soon as we can, we'll we'll sort out another oh. we'll you guys again." Oh wow! But the but the most incredible one was mm. the last time we played there. Yeah, uh, and we were told in advance that Sir Paul McCartney was going to be there. Jesus! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Yeah. No. Oh, this is the band. Oh, who's he? Oh, he's the founding member of the Beatles. Yeah. Jesus. Also, one of the greatest bass players ever. So you've got to factor that in oh, from my yeah, perspective. Oh, yeah, good point, good point. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Paul McCartney's going to be there. Now, we were warned because it was like, you can't tell anybody, you can't yeah. take selfies, yeah. nothing. Mm. Okay? Don't want any, you know, don't make a big deal of it when he yeah. comes in. Don't go and talk to him. You know, you know just be prepared because... There's going to be a fucking beetle in the room. <laughs> yeah. And we were Calm just like, oh my God. And our drummer, Jay, is the biggest Paul McCartney fan. The, the, he's literally wow. a massive Paul McCartney fan. Not just the Beatles, but all his solo stuff. He's got everything. He absolutely wow. idolizes the bloke. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> we're very excited. <laughs> there's, like, there's other celebrities there as well, but who cares? <laughs> Paul McCartney's there. Yeah. And um, uh, Sue Perkins was there as well. <laughs> um, Contrast. Another one. But there, yeah, a few other people. But um, but yeah, so he wasn't there initially. He was going to arrive at some right. point. Mm. Anyway, so we were, we were playing our first set. Okay. And it's all going great. Emma's having a good time. Everyone's at partying. And it's brilliant. We get to um, a Stevie Wonder song, Do I Do?, you familiar yes, with that Yes, I am indeed. Wonderful. Which is the most tricky bass line out of our whole set. Right, okay. Right? For you music nerds out there, as with a lot of Stevie Wonder songs, it's in the key of E flat. Now, Nate Watts, who's Stevie Wonder's bass player, tunes his bass down half a, a semitone oh, so that right. his low E string becomes an E flat. Right. And it makes the whole song that much easier to play because of from a technical point of view, yeah. if you've got open strings that you can use, it just makes life a lot easier. Everything's in more comfortable positions. Yeah. I couldn't be, I tried having a separate bass and switching basses to play that one song and switching back. Hmm. It was a faff. And it introduced another complication that we just don't need on the night. No. So, and I play a five string bass, which has got an E flat on it. Oh, okay. Right. Hmm. So I learned the whole song without using any open strings, which makes it more difficult. Yeah. I put a good couple of months into learning this song. Wow. Okay. And really getting it, getting it down. Mm. But it's still a, a bit of a tightrope walk for me, playing-wise. Yeah. And there's a couple of little breaks in it where it's just the bass doing these f f fancy little bits, these little bass solo bits. 
And um, I'm worried about where the story's going. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, so we launch into it, and because the drummer's excited about Paul McCartney, he's playing it a little bit quicker than normal, and it's already at right. normal speed. It's it's hard enough, and yeah. it's a little bit a little bit quicker than normal. Mm. So I'm like, it's like that. And um, anyway, and, we, and we're coming up to the first little bass break and I look up and Paul McCartney's there and he's looking right at me. Because he kn- <laughs> so I've got a couple of things. I'm thinking, fucking hell, I just made eye contact with Paul McCartney. And he knows this song. He knows what's coming up and he's watching me to see how I get on with it. Oh my God. Now this bit goes like that. Now that that's hard enough to hum. Mm. Playing it is it's it's tricky. Mm. And I just thought, oh my god, he's going to watch me do this. And it's a I don't always get it right. It's one of those right. things that yeah. you know, mm. on a bad night, mm. I'll I'll fuck it up. And I just thought, oh my God, I've got Paul McCartney watching me play this part. So I just took a deep breath and just tried to relax. Yeah. And just thought, fuck it. And just did it. And it worked. And it was fine. And I got through it. And it, and it was, I was so, on such a buzz. And then, wow. uh, and uh, I didn't want to look at him again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that right. would have been, you know, did I do all right? <laughs> So I just carried on just being, you know, just yeah, carried on just cool. thinking, yeah, yeah. On, just went through the rest of the song. And anyway, a couple of songs later, and he, you can see him, he's checking, he's checking out each member of the band, you know, he's spending time looking at everybody because he can play all the instruments wow. and he's looking yeah, at everybody yeah. and he's worked with all the greatest musicians in the world. He's a fucking Beatle, <laughs> he's Paul McCartney. And he's... <laughs> There's no way around it. He's one of the greatest no. musicians in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And slash one of the most famous people in the world, never mind whether it's music or not. Yeah. And um, he's a literal living legend right there. <laughs> and um, and he's watching, every, you can see him watching everybody. And um, anyway, get to the halftime break. Now we've been, we've been told in advance, you know, don't, don't, yeah. Don't, don't hassle don't him. Don't engage with the you Beatle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, absolutely. We just, we can't believe we're in the same room as him. So we all come off stage and like, we go back to the green room and we're like, fucking hell, Paul McCartney's here. And then we're like, where's Jay? <laughs> <laughs> so we all go rushing back out into the room and he stood there talking to Paul McCartney. <laughs> Of he is. Point in hand. <laughs> just stood there chatting away to him. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, he later said, fuck it. He said, I'm going to fucking talk to Paul McCartney. <laughs> I don't care what Emma don't Thompson says. Yeah, I don't give a fucking shit. I'm talking to him. He's my hero. Oh, wow. But, and so if we, we all thought, fuck it. Well, if he's talking to him. And we just all went and, yeah. and and just stood with Jay and a just were like all talking to Paul McCartney. And he couldn't have been a nicer dude. Uh, Josh, our keyboard player, walks up to him, just gives him a massive hug. 
just didn't even like say anything. Just grabs him. <laughs> Someone put Paul McCartney down. It's like, and his wife stood off to the side, and we're like, you know, keeping an eye on things. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, he just just oh. gave him a hug, and bless him, Paul hugs him back. But he oh, honestly, bless. he's such a nice guy. Well, I mean, yeah, he, I... He, he he said he was like, guys, guys, you know, we're all this, we're all the same. He said, I know how, how hard you guys work. Aww. He said, you're absolutely fantastic, Aww. and he took time to speak to each one of us and compliment us on our playing. Oh, bless him. You know, in detail. Yeah. Like he said to, you know, I saw what he did on that bit there. He said, that was great. He said, you must listen to a lot of these these people. And uh, right. like, yeah, yeah, we do. He just, you know, he, he just knows. And he was so nice. Yeah. And he goes, hey, let's go and get a selfie. He said, let's not do it in here. Let's find somewhere where the light's a bit better. And we were like, you sure? Oh, he my goes, yeah, God. Yeah, come on. Oh, my he goes, God. oh, but where, where's your female singer? He said, we can't go until she turns up. So I said, yeah, I'll go and get her. So I got em- I said, Emily, <laughs> so Paul wants you. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't defy a knight of so the realm. So he came over and she came over and he, he chatted to her and told her how good she was and everything like that. And he said, right, come on in, guys. Let's go. I've just, there's a little seat around the side there. And we went and had a picture taken with Paul McCartney. God. He was so nice. He was such a gent. And, and I mean, he gets, obviously, he gets, he's had, you know, 50, 50 odd years of people just freaking out meeting him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. Oh. you know, Jay was saying to him, I can't believe I'm meeting you. He said, I'm such an enormous fan. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, oh, I know how you feel. It's like when we met Elvis. Oh, bless him. He said, we couldn't believe it. We were no, meeting Elvis. I'll and bet. he basically just ignored us. <laughs> he said, so, so I know what it's like, you know, to feel in awe of somebody else. Yeah. He goes, but, you know, we're all the same. We're all musicians. We're, you know, we're all, oh, we're, we're all doing the same thing. Isn't it, isn't it amazing, nice? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, and that, you know, of <clears throat> all the things we've spoken about today. Hmm. What an exemplar of that attitude, Paul McCartney. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yep. How wonderful. Because yeah. I, was, I was thinking if I if I one day get rich, which maybe I will, maybe I won't, but um, I'm going to do that thing where I'll be in a restaurant and I'll pay for people's meals when I'm leaving and not tell them. I just think, oh, yeah, I nice. just think that's the most amazing thing to do to it for anyone. Mm. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. yeah. Just that table over there. Just add it to our bill, yeah. settle up, yeah. bugger off. I, I'm definitely yeah. going to do that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it is. It's good to do stuff like that. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I did one a, a few weeks back. I was in a, a multi-story car park. I was just getting a, a, a ticket for the car and the machine. Yeah. And um, and this wealthy-looking older couple hmm. was stood but stood behind me, and um. And just as I'd finished getting my ticket, they had a, you know, credit card, mm. but this machine didn't take them. And they were like, oh, no, it doesn't take cards. Oh, no. And I heard them talking. Have you got any change? And they were like, no. And they were like, oh, shit. And I went, don't worry, I've got this. And went back to the machine and paid for their ticket. Oh, you're a good man, John. And they went, oh, are you sure? I went, yeah, it's not a problem. It's only a couple of quid. Yeah. And um, they were like, oh. Oh, thanks very much. Oh, 
That's a you good thing. I, mean? I just yeah. thought, well, you why know. not? Why not? They'll why be talking not? about that for weeks. Exactly. Exactly. You've got, to, you've got to spread it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you have. And they went back to their. They had this really lovely big car. You know, it's much nicer than my car. <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. like it doesn't matter. Ah, of course, it doesn't. You know, you just help people out yeah. wherever they are. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I thought it's probably even more important to to help rich people out because they're not used to that. No, no. <laughs> and no. If, and if they and if if you want someone to pay it forward, mm. might as well be somebody wealthy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They probably they can probably pay more forward. Do you know what I mean? They exactly. can do more good. No, too right. Yeah. No, I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, that is really wonderful. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm sure I've been an utterly selfish, horrible bastard at other times as well. But every now and then, you take we the all time are, to kind of, yeah, yeah you you, know, you, it's just life. You, you take, if you, but it's taking those opportunities hmm. where that little voice says, "You could do this," and then it's deciding whether you do it or not. Yeah, really, isn't it? It is. We've all got that demon and angel on our shoulders. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's, it's just choosing every now and then to. Make sure that at least you're balancing them out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the head in the middle. If you're, keeping, if you're keeping yourself like ethically neutral, yeah, that's that's better than going the other way. Yeah, too right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel. Anyway, I've, should I've, we? I've done we, it now. we better I've listen to my our best ever anecdote. It's all it's all downhill from there. Amazing. That's just amazing. I had no idea. You might as well finish the podcast now. I've got nothing else. <laughs> Same here. I can't top that. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. But it's all about catching wanna, up, I, isn't it, mate? I, I've been wanting to tell exactly, you that story for exactly. a while. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've missed out on all this. I'm going to have to learn a musical instrument so I can join the band. Yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> Although we do, we are talking about employing somebody next year to drive the van and settle the gear up and oh, that. So, okay. you know. Could be me. Maybe just for that gig. Yeah, I'm in. But coming back, coming back to John's question. So that's, yes. oh, that's yeah. who I think the the hottest really? chick in the Marvel universe is. So yeah. what's your what's your what's your vote? I, I, this is the trouble with my wife listening to this. I I I learned many years ago. <laughs> never get drawn into this this thing, you know, because it, um, has it, Kate ever been involved in the MCU? Uh, well, in my MCU, she's definitely in there. So she's my pick, go. John. There you go. Hey. Yay. <laughs> we'll take that discussion offline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, you've put Rob in a very difficult position here. And look at me. I haven't even given a thought of what Joe might think. <laughs> yeah, Hayley Atwell. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and uh, so... We've got we've got messages, haven't we? We got mail. We have yes, we have. We've uh, we've had an uh, an email. It's a bit worrying, actually. This email um, following on with from something we were talking about right. last week. So I oh, need right. to talk to you about that. I was going to talk to you about it in private, but I think it's probably best if we uh, if we put it out on air. Just to sort of, um, for, you know, like an accountability point of view. Yeah, okay. Um, so let me just pull that up from our Ooh Electric Shock oh, inbox. It's not Richard okay. Lund again, is it? 
Um, no, we're, you've dodged that bullet so far. <laughs> but it does say, um, Mr. John Bucket and Mr. Robert Thacker, initial notification of our instigating legal proceedings against yourselves. <laughs> oh, not again. I don't know why you're laughing, mate. This is, this is, this is alarming. Okay. That's in bold. That's been typed in bold. All right. <laughs> Okay, it continues. It has come to our attention that during episode nine of your, quote, podcast, (laughs) (laughs) ooh, electric shock, uh, the extremely high levels of customer service in our stores were publicly called into question. (laughs) This is both defamatory and libelous. It's from Sports Direct, mate. Yes. We're in trouble. We're oh, in trouble. good. This is so proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> it has left us with no alternative other than to place the matter with our solicitors in order to seek redress via the civil courts. <laughs> we encourage all broadcasters who wish to comment on our company to contact us in advance for an, uh, well, it says indoctrination, but that's been redacted, <laughs> uh, information pack. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We value our ability to address all and any criticism of our products, stores, and associated companies, brackets, even Newcastle United, (laughs) (laughs) with a legally robust but well-balanced response. For high-profile broadcasters such as yourselves, with obviously large audience numbers... I'm starting to warm to them now. (laughs) I take it all back. I've I've still got the mug. I love you guys. (laughs) Yeah, for for high-profile broadcasters such as yourselves with obviously large audience numbers, we would have gladly made Mr. Mike Ashley available for video interviews from his tax haven. Oh, no, that's been redacted as well. Home in Monaco. If you did have a poor... if, If you did have a poor experience in one of our stores, the appropriate expectation would have been to have registered your complaint with one of our... Hello, my name is Seaman, plain English Bangladeshi call centres. We pride ourselves that the very young children employed in the sweatshops who turn out the trainers we sell can one day aspire to work in our call centres for a few rupees more a day. So honest. Only immigration regulations prevent us from substituting them for the spotty Brits we employ in our UK stores. It continues. It's quite the, quite the email. This. As for the allegation that, quote, the store was about to close, our store opening times are well advertised and you had really needed to have found it yourself a pair of size fives for one of your spawn. You clearly should have gotten yourself to the shop at least two hours before closing in order to have allowed for one of the minimum members of staff on duty to have found five minutes out of their miserable existence to help you before we stop paying them. <laughs> you know, just for a moment at the start of that, I thought, oh God, is this, is this real? <laughs> Love it. Are we in trouble? Yeah, I know. That's what I thought when I started reading it. And I even saw who sent it. I just panicked. Uh Okay. <laughs> you were clearly too lazy to sort through the hundreds of chaotically sorted shoe boxes that we leave on display for your 
convenience to enable you to find them for yourself. Uh, customer service at our stores is of high priority. Before we employ any of our 16-year-olds on their zero-hour, £4.62 an hour contracts, we ensure that they have all completed our mandatory eight-hour online customer service training package before we even consider paying them or inviting them in for their first three-hour after-school shift. <laughs> to be honest, it gives us a perfect reason to cancel their shift if the shop is quiet, <laughs> but only after they've already turned up for work without us needing to pay them a single bean. I love it. Okay. Our cu- this is their customer service pledge, okay, which oh. they've, they've re- laid out in bullet points. Mm. Okay. Helpful. And it's an acronym. Oh. Okay. So it starts with B, bags. You've got to sell the bags. <laughs> yes. Customers who buy a pair of socks must also buy the largest two-pound carrier bag. Yes. The second letter is U, which stands for underpaid staff feel more motivated to sell. <laughs> The next letter is L. <laughs> I think you might see where this is heading. Okay. Uh, lots of cheap shit for customers to buy. <laughs> the next letter is also L. Large mugs <laughs> that the customer <laughs> will never use. I, oh, well. Wrong. Well, what do you know? Prove that rule wrong. There you go. <laughs> the next letter is S. <laughs> Six hours is the longest shift that you'll get paid for, but you'll still be expected to be in early and stay late. H is for hindrance. Hindrance helps build profits. (laughs) I is for ignorance. Ignorance is your only defense to stop the customer asking you stupid questions. And finally, T, (laughs) time means money. So the less time you spend on a customer, the less we need to pay you and the more money we make. (laughs) Yours faithfully, Mr. Iden Gaff, which is I-D-N-G-A-F, which I think is an acronym for I do not give a fuck. But it could be a coincidence. The Sports Direct rebuff legal team. Putting the profit back into brands that used to have some integrity before we took them over. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, And that was forwarded on from them by our friend friend of the show, Steve Martin. Oh, really? Excellent. What a good man. (laughs) <laughs> amazing stuff brilliant brilliant yeah but for a moment though at the start of that i was thinking oh, <laughs> i shit. thought you might it's, it was he'd done it really well yeah you're really good <laughs> yeah so thanks for that it was brilliant yeah, steve yeah. really good i'm glad you're still enjoying the show mate that's, yeah uh, that's awesome Magic. next time rob's in the area we'll have to all meet up at yeah point. oh definitely definitely long overdue yeah um Oh, I saw. So, uh, we, oh yeah. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say I no. saw the la- uh, the new Ted Lasso advert this morning it's yes, on IMDb. Yeah. Come on, yeah. bring it back. I know. Yeah, did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. So brilliant, eh? Can't wait. 
Yeah, a lot of people have. Uh, uh, I posted about that on Facebook the other day, and there's been a good few people respond. Oh, good. Yeah, and a couple of people I didn't, I don't really hear from that often, but they've made a point of saying this is just brilliant. This, yeah, this shows just something special about it. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, I I've, think it's, I, yeah, it's just I recommend it to everyone now. Yeah, just great TV. Um, oh, and about the. Got, and the um, did did you ch- check out that Modoc trailer? Yes, I did. Yeah, what's what are the chances of Nathan Fillion being Wonder Man? I know. After our discussion, Isn't we that... literally talked about that a couple of episodes ago. That's crazy, just crazy. Yeah. Oh, it does look really funny, really yeah, funny. It does look really good. and really gory and oh and, yeah and stuff as well. So it's, <laughs> I mean, it's out Hulu, I think, in America, and it'll be on on the Star part of the disney oh. plus channel over here oh okay oh good so, so because it's you know the big fear was with disney plus that it was all everything was going to be toned down and sort of kiddified and everything yeah. but it's not is it no clearly not, not. so far I'd, and that's really quite full-on isn't it by the looks of it <laughs> yeah that that character seems to blow his brains out and then, then they fix him with another gun it's yeah, like to keep keep fighting him <laughs> i'm not done with you yet yeah <laughs> And when they go 2D, 2D and it all goes Street Fighter. Yeah. It's great so fun. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's really creative. Mm. I'm looking forward John to it. John Hammer's Tony Stark. Even better. Great casting. More great yeah. casting. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I can't wait for that. When is it out? Yeah. It's, is 21st it... of May. Oh, right. Not long in about, in about four weeks. Oh, yeah. perfect. Good. So that's going to be a, another fun thing to uh, to yeah. fill the gap, and I think they're dropping all ten episodes at once. Okay, so, that's tough so I think we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to uh, maybe work through a couple of episodes a week yeah. on that one. Yeah, um, and uh, we'll talk about that because I think there's going to be a million Easter eggs in there for Marvel fans. Yeah, you see yeah. Fin Fang Foom in that he's riding yeah. on the back of it at one point. <laughs> How cool and is I think, that? I think Super Adaptoids in there somewhere. Uh, okay. So That'd yeah, be there's cool. going to be loads of deep cuts, deep deep comic cuts in there. Yeah. I think to for us to investigate. Because it's what's his name playing Modok, isn't it? Patton Os? No, what's his name? Patton Oswalt. Yeah, yeah. Oswalt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. brilliant. He's yeah. a big Marvel fan, isn't he? He's, uh, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in Agents of Shield, wasn't he? He, he was. He was the same. Well, he was uh, twins, triplets triplets whatever yeah. he was he was yeah uh, yeah. yeah he was good in that <laughs> cool yeah it's gonna be good and then did we get our message from the world of star trek the next generation yeah we did we've got another one and it's uh yet another cast member oh blimey i know now let me find it man looks at his phone right okay there we go make sure the volume's turned up all very technical (laughs) are you ready for this Uh, yeah okay i'm prepared i don't know if you can be hang on oh yeah g'day there you bloody glass it's me bridge spiner all the way from the usa Put in another barbie on the on the prawn. Ah, yeah, man. Fair dinkum. How goes it? I thought I'd give you a ring and uh, tell you about this uh, this book I've read. But before I say about this book, you might remember me when I was in 
I was in uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, wasn't I? What the hell am I doing? G'day! Yeah, that's better, isn't it? Right, anyway, I was in Star Trek The Next Generation, and you might have known me from, um, uh, what's that film? G'day! It's uh, Independence G'day, isn't it? Do you remember? When the alien took me head off and stuck his finger down my neck and made me say all kinds of things. It was quite embarrassing. Anyway, you girl, uh, um, I read this book by a bloke called David Mitchell. Now, it's not that one, not the bloke from uh, Peep Show. G'day, no. It's uh, uh, the guy who wrote Cloud Atlas, that film with Tom Hanks in. Remember Tom Hanks? Yes. G'day now, Skippy. Now, Galaha. Fosters. Four X-Men. Yeah, all oh, four X-Men. There's more than four in the X-Men, isn't there? Ha <laughs> ha, made a joke. G'day. Anyway, um, yeah, it's really good, actually. It's, it's a big bit of a horror story. I'm sounding like Patrick Stewart, aren't I? That's really uncanny. Anyway. G'day, yes. Well, this is called Slade House. I thought it was about that Birmingham band with Noddy Holder in it, but it's not. G'day, it's it's um it's a sort of a time travelling sort of timey wimey um horror story kind of thing. Put a Barbie on the prawn, but um yeah, it's really good. Um, I like David Mitchell. I've read a few of his books. Black Swan Green. That's one of my favourites. G'day now. Sheila. Who's that pommy over there? Um, and, yeah, as I say, it's um, it's sort of said in this house called Slade House. It's a bit like Brigadoon. You know, that town in Scotland that only comes out once a year or whatever it is. Anyway, it's like that. Uh, it's good. Anyway, g'day. Oh, Sheila. G'day. Um, anyway, I thought I'd tell you about that. David Mitchell, Slade House, is bloody good. You bloody read it, right? You big poms, you guys. Anyway, I've got to get going, because uh, me and me mate, Oliver Burton, you remember him? Jordy the Forge. Yeah, we're doing this spin-off series from our Star Trek Next Generation. It's about me, your old mate, Brent Spiner, uh, his character and um, Levar Burton's uh, character um, and they go off round a bars uh, picking up the ladies and uh, they're just random ladies that they don't even know and uh, we're calling it Blind Data <laughs> Blind Data because he's blind isn't he? he's bloody blind as a fucking bat and I'm called Data so, yeah, blind data. What do you reckon? Tell me what you think, fellas, you big gillars. And put another brawn on the Barbie. Oh, I said it right that time. I wasn't supposed to. What a bloody idiot. Anyway, I'm off now. God bless you. Speak soon. Blind data.
Oh, oh, gee, I didn't see that coming either. <laughs> I didn't even did Jordy. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. <laughs> yeah, Brent. I didn't know Brent's brother was Australian. I thought it was... No. <laughs> well, sort go. of partly Aussie, partly Brummy, I think. Yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, that's funny. Oh, wow. Sounds what? like a good book. Yeah. Yeah, it says, yeah. <laughs> I, I did read Cloud Atlas years ago. Okay. I, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was a really... And then, and then I, I, I felt I had to see the film, but I didn't see it. Right. I saw it, like, years later because I'd heard okay. bad things about it. But yeah. It the, the book is better than the film definitely. Okay. But um yeah. But this sounds yeah. interesting. Slade House. Yeah, Slade House. Yeah. So yeah, another great recommendation from uh, the yeah. Star Trek Next Generation crew. Yeah. Can't even say it then. Yeah. Busy guys. Yeah. Um, it's nice they're all listening to the show. Yeah, it is. Oh, I actually one of the previous recommendations from Sir Pat um Gideon Falls. Mm. I just went nuts. I read, I read everything. I, I like just kindled the whole lot because right. I was just, I just got into it. I was like, I've got to read the next one. I've got to read the next one, which is, which is an expensive way to read, actually. But, um, <laughs> I just, you know, when you oh, think, oh, good, I'll, I, I'll have to carry on with that. I've only read the first issue. It's very good, and the final, <clears throat> and it is the final graphic novel. I think is out in a couple of. It might be. It might even be next month or something. Final oh, right. one. Because it does right. conclude, apparently. But it's bloody good. Yeah. It's really good. Mm. Yeah. I started reading uh, House of X, the Jonathan Hickman oh, one yes. on the X-Men. <gasps> yeah, that's a bit weird. Moira. Yeah, and well, it's all about Krakoa. Ah, oh, yes. I, the bit of, I've just read like the setup of it so far, really. Yeah, I've, okay. I think I've read the first two issues. Okay, right. Of House uh, of X. Krakoa. Yes. And there's this whole thing where there's this flower and these portals and Yeah. It's crazy. It's like what's going on? It is bonkers, but brilliant. Just brilliant. Yeah. Oh, you've got to keep going. Oh I will. I will. they're bringing it out monthly. Right. So you get three issues a month for about eight quid, which isn't too bad. That's very good. Yeah, that's really good. With no adverts. Oh right, okay, straight through. Because one of the things, one of the things that really got me about the the US ones was mm. the, it was fifty percent adverts. Yeah, yeah. And they'd stick adverts in the middle of a double splash page and I stuff know. like that. I was like, oh, for God's sake, yeah. come on. So, um, <clears throat> so I, I started to shift more towards graphic novels and you know collected editions and yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's the nice thing about these UK reprints is mm. that there's none of that. The artwork is fantastic as well, isn't it? It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of people I'd not seen before, but no. yeah, it's really nice stuff. Yeah. The colouring particularly yeah. mean, is, is gorgeous. Yeah. Krakoa is wonderful, isn't it? It's uh, Yeah. It's beautiful. And yeah. some of the the character redesigns as well are pretty cool. Yeah. Like Professor X with that sort of big helmet thing yeah. on. And... He's gone all, um, wasn't it? Uh, it's Mr. Fantastic, isn't it? From the um, Ultimates universe that thing on his head he's, he's copying that kind of weird thing yeah but yeah yeah kind of cool I, I yeah i um i just hickman is just a genius because you've got you've got more great stuff to come oh yeah it's literally really. just started yeah 
It's oh, uh, the, the the one I just finished is the bit where um, spoilers mm-hmm. uh, is the bit where they've got like various sort of human leaders and they're giving them a tour. Yes, and then uh, uh, basically Magneto says, "We're your new gods." <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. whoa! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some great stuff to come there. Just, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. So that I'll be reading that over the next uh, over the coming months. Yes, yeah, it's very very cool, and it's it's a proper proper kind of um, new new X Men thing. You know, it's completely yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a a new start, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a proper proper change. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, uh, magic. Well, the other thing I was going to mention to you, Shang-Chi mm. advert. Oh, yeah, yeah. The trailer for that, that looks great, doesn't it? It does. It does the look good. The fighting looks awesome, the choreography. And Aquafina. Of, uh, martial arts stuff. Yeah, and Aquafina is the comedy sidekick, seemingly. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. That will be just yeah, a great yeah. film. Yeah, that does look really good. Oh, did you see, did you see Palm Springs? Yes, I did, yeah. You watched it? Yeah. yeah. What did you think? I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. Good. I thought it was great fun. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember the name of the actress in it, but she's just brilliant in it, isn't she? Kristen Malotti. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. And, and well, Adam Sambo's very good. And, and uh, yeah. J.K. Simmons is just oh, always fantastic. Always yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, I love the way that it kind of <clears throat> concludes. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. You know, well, we've got a science solution to this. <laughs> so, I love that. I yeah. love that she's like, right, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. And, uh, but my youngest daughter, Poppy, she said to me, but what about the old lady? Because <laughs> we were convinced the old lady's also in the loop. Old lady? You know, that in, in, uh, when she comes up to him at the end, uh, at the, in one of the first oh, yeah, days, she yeah, says, yeah. best speech ever. Yeah, and then it's, and then we're like, oh, she's in it as well. Yeah, because she says something, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, oh yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Which sort of was is a sort of side plot you've completely missed. Obviously, well, you know. Yeah. The, and um, that's right because I remember thinking at the time, oh, is she behind it somehow? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, but I like the way with it with it. Yeah, spoilers, everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, a really good film. Really mm. liked it. Yeah, uh, refreshingly short. Yes, a nice tight ninety minutes. Yes, which is good because yeah. it, it's easy to just. I think you could probably play around with a gazillion death scenes, funny yeah. ways to die where you oh, don't yeah, die. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I was expecting a big montage of that, and uh, I'm yeah. quite glad they didn't go that route. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I think it. And it was original. It was creative enough not to not to feel like Groundhog Day. If that's yeah. if that's not yeah. a strange analogy of a film that's like Groundhog Day. Um, yeah, I really like the the desert setting. Yeah, yeah. I think that added quite a lot to the the, the feel of the whole thing. Mm. And and the and the kind of redemption stuff worked. Yeah. Well, I thought it did. It felt it felt earned rather than yeah cheesy. Mm. And it felt kind of more realistic. Yeah. 
Like yeah, the whole did. relationship, I thought, was quite felt quite real. Mm. It yeah. didn't follow a lot of the same sort of beats you would expect. Yeah, that yeah. kind of a story to follow. I think it was mm. it was as original in its romantic comedy as it was in the time loop. Yeah, storyline yeah. as well. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Really good. And it's a sort of film that actually <coughs> you could watch again because weirdly enough, there's a lot yeah. going on in there as well. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. That's good. And that's, I haven't got around to Sound of Metal, and I feel really. I'm going to definitely get that in this weekend. Yeah, somehow. it's a great movie, man. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Got to be. Safe. And uh, did you catch up on Invincible at all? Uh, I did. I got last week's episode, so I haven't seen today's new one. And yeah. I'm just loving it. I just, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of it's the one where he goes to the university with her. That's right. With Amber yeah. and William and all of that. And um, and he yeah so you although because obviously you know kind of what's going to happen it's just they're just doing it really well they're playing it mm. perfectly yeah um so yeah I'm I'm I think it's absolutely fantastic actually that's a it's kind of the best cartoon thing I've seen in years you know what I mean, I mean yeah oh I yeah maybe yeah. I'm um. I was thinking with that Modoc thing. Did you did you ever watch any of that Harlequin? Harlequin. Um, no. That I mean that is properly over the top in terms. Yeah, I of heard that violence yeah. and swearing. It's right. proper nuts. But you know right. when you, you watch it, you think is that is that it? Is that you know right. is the is the kind of thing with this thing just that it's about swearing and smashing things up and and bloodshed mm. and. Yeah. Um, so I only watched the first episode, and I kind of meant to kind of follow it up, but I'm not, I'm not that big a Harley Quinn fan, I suppose. Hmm. Whereas, um, but this is just smart. This is smart for storytelling. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it does get pretty nasty. Have you have you finished today's episode? I haven't quite finished it. No, right. I've, I've, I'm, I've got about ten minutes left, I think. Okay. But this is the first one where it's talked about stuff that's further along into the books than I've read. Oh, okay. Or reread. Yeah. Because I did read a lot of it, but I'd mm. kind of forgotten yeah. what happened. So I'm kind of rediscovering it as I'm reading it. But yeah, okay. there was a couple of story beats that kind of went ahead of where I've got to in the comics. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. was a good deal, getting volume the I second know. compendium for like 14 quid. Yeah, absolutely on brilliant. Kindle. Yeah. Yeah, good. So, um, yeah, what a result. Yeah. There are those deals, though, now, aren't there, on stuff like that on Kindle? Yeah. Where you can get stuff so out, cheap. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess we right. should kind of probably <clears throat> sign off. Wrap it up for today. Yeah. 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 Episode 10. Can you believe it? Hey, we made it. Double figures. Can't believe it. Had a good chats. episode. 10 lovely chats. Good chat yeah. today. Really good chat. Yeah. And great feedback as well. Yeah, that's just wonderful. Uh, yeah. Oh, before we go, I was mm-hmm. just thinking about how much that made me laugh, that feedback. Did you see last night's Taskmaster? No, no, I didn't. Oh, my God. I need to watch. I need to get into the <laughs> latest. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. Because last night's episode contained one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen on television. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I need to. Do, I need to. I you'll need know to it. You'll know it when it happens. And then, 
Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, start watching um, season eleven because that's the one that's on at the moment. Right. On Channel Four. And um, yeah, I think was last night episode six. I think. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> it's it was it was so funny. <laughs> I I just. Just, just that first season with the tattoo, <laughs> Tree yeah. Wizard. I, just, I still, yeah. whenever I think of those things, it just makes me laugh. It's yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right, then, mate. Brilliant. Right. Lovely to uh, to have another chat with you. Yes. So ten, ten lovely chats. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Too right. It's um, it's such a nice thing to do. It is. It's very cool. It makes my week. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. And it's lovely to to get your feedback. Mm. Um, so anybody else wants to get in touch about anything we've talked about um, or anything you want to ask us, um, contact us at ele- ooelectricshock at mail.com. That's ooelectricshock, all one word, at mail, M-A-I-L.com. Cool. We and look forward to receiving. It, yeah. Yeah. Magic. Brilliant, mate. Right. Cheers, mate. Okay. I'll see you next week. See Have you a next lovely week. week. Yeah, and you. I hope it gets a bit warmer. Let's hope so. And still no boiler. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Oh, still no boiler. No. Oh, hold the hold up. Stop everything. <laughs> boiler update. Still yeah. no boiler. No, he's on holiday this week. The oh, he's on holiday. He's not back yet. No. Oh, you bet. Mate. I really hope it's early next week. I mean... Oh. It's freezing. Getting on of an evening. We all huddle around the fire. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like olden times. Yeah. Honestly, mate, it's not good. They've been singing songs and toasting marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. Lean into we... it, mate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's healthy, <laughs> isn't it? It's healthy to live in the old ways. Yeah, apparently. Somehow. Don't know how, yeah. but you know, just as inconvenient. You've had your jab. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right then. Bye everyone. Bye everyone. See you next time. Bye. Oh, we must catch up on uh, that Resident Alien thing. Is it Resident Alien? Resident Alien, yeah. I still yeah. only watched the first three, I think. Yeah, I'm up to three, I think, now. For, okay. For next time. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I'm enjoying watch it. the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Excellent. All right. Okay, mate. Well, have a lovely weekend. And yeah, a good and week. you. And um, I will... Uh, yeah, hope, oh, yeah, and happy birthday, Kate. Have a lovely day tomorrow for Kate's birthday. Yeah, will do. I'm sure it'll be fun. I've yeah. Got, got some presents, which is important. Um, yeah. That's, that's sort of weird, isn't it, in lockdown, getting presents mm, and getting stuff. Presents, but, yeah, I've got, I've got to get my dad something. It's his, it was his birthday um, on the 19th, but they've oh, been right. away in their camper van. They get back tomorrow. Oh, I'm seeing him okay. Sunday. So I really cool. need to get him something tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. What to get them though? It's difficult, isn't it? I'm never not quite sure what to get them. <laughs>
Yeah, well, we've got to get some cards sorted and stuff because I just, I just gonna have to go to the shops later, I think. Mm. But mm. although I quite like making my own cards, yeah, yeah, but I, I did a baby Yoda one. I really enjoyed making that um, during lockdown. Okay. Oh, have you got a picture of it? I think I have somewhere actually. I'll send it to you. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'm just trying right. to find uh, where's that picture. I also made a baby Yoda cake, but um, <laughs> that didn't go so well. I'll try and send you a photo <laughs> of that as well. Yeah, please. Looks <laughs> <laughs> times were hard in lockdown. So, so desperate we got. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely need to see that. Yeah, I'll find that. Oh, and I got a, um, I made some Star Wars food, funnily enough. Oh, did I you? Star, I got a Star Wars cookbook. Oh, right. Uh, oh, that sounds some, great. Made some Star Wars food. I'll send you a picture of that. Oh, yeah, please. <clears throat> it's a recipe book from, you know, they've got that. Oh, mate, if only we could go. The, um, the Star Wars thing at Disney. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, Galaxy's Edge. And it's a recipe book from one of the actual cantinas there, or collection of the recipes from the different actual cantinas you can go to at Galaxy's Edge. Right. And it's all the recipes for the, the food there. Some of it was really good. All right. Really, really nice stuff, yeah. So I'll have to dig those out. But yeah, I'll send you the pictures of um, Emma Thompson and um, Paul McCartney <laughs> yeah. as well. Just, just sending my card <laughs> and my picture of the cake. Oh, let's have a look. <laughs> uh, where are they? Oh, that's amazing. The baby Yoda card. <laughs> this is the girl you're looking for. That's really good, mate. Oh, Thanks. He looks really concerned. <laughs> What's that? Oh, my God, you killed some amazing. That's amazing. I don't know whether in the show notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, mate. That's you try, me. don't you? Oh, try, it's mate. so lovely that you... <laughs> I'm sure she appreciated it, man. I'm sure she did. That's something we need to do. We need to have a proper chat about the Mandalorian. Yes, we do. Yeah, we you're need, right. We need, we've not we, really talked about. It. We've we've referred no, to it, but we no, need we, to sit down and have a really in-depth, proper yeah. chat about how that impacted on us. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and yeah. what episodes we loved and yeah, what moments we remember because it was oh, so good, so so good. Yeah, it's just just another you know, class, you know, class investment in a franchise by yeah. Disney, oh, really. You know? Best thing, best thing to happen to Star Wars since the original trilogy. Yeah, as far as definitely. Concerned. Yeah. Just superb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. All we'll right. do that. Nice one, then, mate. Right. Okay. Cheers, mate. Off to yoga. Oh, yeah. Have fun at yoga. And then I'm off to the dentist this afternoon. Got to have a deep clean. Oh, deep Ooh. clean. That sounds yeah. harsh. Yeah, they get right under your gums and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. No.
That sounds painful. Mm, it's very mm. uncomfortable. Mm, good luck, mate. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Deep right. Well, if I can still speak, I'll, I'll see you next week. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Right, I'll send the one. stuff over. Yeah, and you, okay, mate. Take go. care. See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye.